10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. It is the 6th of January, 2024. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-LAW-RADIO. Uh, remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, but only sometimes informative show on earth. So keep your, uh, you know, keep, keep your expectations low and you'll enjoy this. Um, remember, here's the most important thing. First of all, don't say um in radio. I've learned to not say um. You have to do three things. Remember, we're not giving legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel or counsel if you have a legal issue. Don't use us unless you want to use it around the dinner table with your in-laws. You can go ahead and do that. But it comes down to this. Uh, we're going to talk about some great things. We've got a case or no case. We have a Halloween candy lawsuit. Zach Bryan, the one, the country music artist that has a number one hit right now uh, as of, I still think it's number one, January uh, 2024, uh, judge attacked. We're going to talk about that. Uh, North Carolina, ex-felons who try to vote. What happens over there? Uh, what about Texas police officers? Can they arrest illegal aliens coming or illegal immigrants coming across the border? Yes or no? Uh, there's lawsuits about that. And there's lawsuits about paralegals in Virginia. Can a, can a paralegal give legal advice? And what do you think out there? Should a paralegal be able to give legal advice and charge for it? That's been kind of always a, a fight among uh, a number of paralegal groups, and that's going on in Virginia. So we're doing that, and, and then also we're going to do a case or no case here in just a second with our producer, Cal Hunter. But look, remember, uh, just if you have friends... Tell them to go to radiolawtalk.com and listen to us live. Here's the most important thing. People always come up and ask me, Fred, do you guys have a podcast? Well, we have a live radio. radio. Oh, no. Oh, you don't have a podcast? No, we do. <laughs> it's a podcast. All podcast is is someone that, you know, you know, you know, puts it on, records it, and puts it on a podcast. So you go to radiolawtalk.com, and we have every one of our episodes for the number of years. I think we're back five years. And you can just click on whatever date you want and listen to that show. You could even search it, huh, Denise? Yeah. You can search Johnny Depp as an example, and it'll find all the cases or times we talked about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. So we have things going really well here. Thank you for our affiliate. Thank you to our affiliates, I always say. Um, but uh, we're, we're having a great time. Cal, without further ado, let's bring them up on the latest Case or No Case. All right, here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah. Chris Smith has a gun store in Florida, and he's come up with an angle to market his wares to potential clients. He kicks back all sales taxes to customers. To do so, he uses the image of a county commissioner who was the swing vote for sales taxes in his county with the phrase, taxation is theft. The commissioner, whose last name is Parker, said, you are defaming me by saying I am a thief. Frequently. Internet, TV, billboards, radio, all over the place. Parker says Smith's gun store never got his permission to use his image or likeness, and he wants it stopped, and he believes he's been damaged by the ad campaign. So he hired legal counsel to investigate as to whether he had a case or no case. So I guess, Todd, it's on you, my friend. What say you? Well, th this is interesting because he used the word defamed there. Now, I would say that the public official is a public figure. And so I think that when it comes to defamation, with regard to that person, you would have the added element in a defamation case. This is for United. In the United States, you'd have the added uh, element of having actual malice towards that person. And so I, I think that the case would, um, I, I think the case fails in that regard. I, I think that ultimately, 
I'm going to say this is a case. It is. It's filed. Um, and they reach some sort of settlement moving forward um, because it just reminds me of other politicians that threatened to sue for defamation because people said something untoward about them. And you'll note that those cases never went anywhere because the person can say, I'm going to sue you. And then they go talk to their lawyer and they say, that's kind of the byproduct of putting yourself out there, buddy. Uh, you know, if you're going to have an opinion, people have the right to have an opinion about it. And um, so I think that this is a case. You know, I'm going to change my answer. This is a case. I'm going to say the gun store owner wins. Okay. Case and he wins because, uh, dude, you put yourself out there as a public official. So. Good answer. Denise, what do you think about this? Well, for the issue of defamation, um, the, the gun store owner would win. And that's because he's being attributed with saying taxation is theft, which is what he said. So that's truth as a, as a defense, right? Um, you wouldn't even need to, you know, deal with malice, really. And then um, the other thing is that he could be suing for use of his likeness. Now, that's the more obvious choice, just because I don't believe he could win a defamation case, but he might be able to win uh, the percentage of the profits that this guy made um, selling guns using his likeness. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. I'm, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it's not a case. Okay, great. Uh, Fred, what do you think I'm with that? Denise. It's not a case. It's a scenario, but not a case. And... Uh, for all the same reasons that Denise brought up, I, I, it's look. Uh, he's a public official, and um, if that's part of being a public official, and if you guys want to put a picture of me saying uh, greatness with radio shows, I guess I wouldn't. That wouldn't bother me. So, or Denise, let's put a picture of you that says greatness as a lawyer and radio show, and then we'll do that. So I'm going to say it's a scenario, but not a case, Cal. Not a case. What if they said lawyering is theft? Would that bother you? Because that's what they said about this commissioner. Taxation is theft. So if they said, I'm, I'm not saying, obviously, I'm not saying it is, but if they put up a sign that said that, would that bother you enough to maybe consider trying to stop it? I don't like lawyers either, so... You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Jeez, so, read the room here, yeah, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, what does it feel like to be a lawyer? I was just, you guys, look, dude, I, I deal with lawyers every day, man. You should feel sorry for me. You know, that's, so anyway, okay, uh, well, I don't thank know. Thank you. I just I thought know. I'd ask. I don't know. A little twist. Know. Now, those of you who said this was not a case, who was that? Denise and okay, Frank. Okay, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. it's a case. Okay, it Todd. is, in fact, a case as of yet unresolved, but there's an interesting twist the gun store's lawyer that he hired yeah. is a direct political opponent on the ballot oh. of the guy whose picture they put up as calling him a thief. So he had the potential to benefit from it as well. So now there's another action going against that lawyer for using this oh. ad campaign for potential political gain. That too unresolved. So it's in a case, Todd, you're correct. Unresolved, you're correct. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Uh, nice. Case or no case. Also, our next case or no case comes from Florida as well. It involves a mechanic who did a warranty repair. That's next hour on case or no case. That's awesome. I feel like I feel like Cal may have been online researching what's it like to live in Florida, <laughs> and, uh, and and these cases are the result. And hey, we're scratching that off the list. No. <laughs> well, you guys had the exploding toilet. That was where it all started. Okay. All right. That. All right. And then the snake in the John. Boy, that's two out of two. Forget Ooh. that. Uh, we love snakes in the John. <laughs> They're really cool. Tremendous. I think Todd always has a snake in the John dropping in there. Tremendous. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Never been a better snake. <laughs> Good one, Tom. Good. Uh, you're listening to Radio Law Talk, and we very much appreciate that on many local radio stations all around this great land of ours. So we'll uh, take a quick break and come back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little teeny bit. Hang on. You've turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk can be heard on RadioLawTalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific Time every Saturday. That's RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk 
is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. We have a problem. That is Armadillo. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info. At radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. So we're, we're over with Halloween. We've had Halloween. We've had uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, <laughs> you know, Hanukkah. Now we're coming up to... Uh, uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day in Singles fact, Awareness Day. Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> Otherwise known as Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, okay. <laughs> I remember doing Valentine's when I was a little kid, and I wasn't the most popular kid, so I didn't get the good, cool Valentine's with all the girls saying to me, 
I want to be your Valentine. It was always the boys next to me or whatever, and that was you know, it was just never me. I love the way they do Valentine's Day in Japan. I lived How's there for that? two years, and it's on Valentine's Day. The the girls give the Valentines to the guys that they like, and then and then they have White Day in March, and on in March. That's where the guys who get Valentines get to pick which one they want to respond to. That's <laughs> it's awesome for guys wow, in Japan. System. <laughs> you know what my husband said Valentine's Day is? What? It was a creation by Hallmark, so people will buy cards. True. Probably true. Probably true. <laughs> because they had that, that drought after Christmas, and they're like, oh, my, what's the next one? Nobody's buying cards for President's Day. Trust me. <laughs> well, not only that. Yeah. Or maybe the, the uh, floral companies, huh? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Or chocolates. But it, but it did begin as a card that evolved into the Hallmark greeting card company. That's a true story. Wow, Kansas yeah. City, Missouri. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Well, it's that's coming up. But uh, talk about Halloween. What is your favorite candy, Denise? That you like to receive? Again, when we were doing candy, and we're not aging everybody, but you know, we're we're, we're not we're not teenagers anymore. What was your favorite candy to get in your little Halloween bag when you went to? Up to someone's house. Reese's peanut butter bars. Bars. They didn't have cups back then? Cups. They're cups. They have Reese's peanut peanut butter 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 cups cups. in the 60s and 70s, early 70s? Yeah. That was my first candy that I loved. Hershey's and Reese's both had... Hershey's came first, right? When when did they they first... When did peanut butter cups start? When... Okay, that's yours. <laughs> I, I'm looking this up, you know. I don't know. We're here in the middle. Cal, when did Reese's peanut butter cups? I don't know. I know the Reese's Pieces came about during the E.T. movie time, about that time. But Reese's, uh, the peanut butter cups were shortly before that. 1928. There you oh, go, my man. gosh. Okay, see, there you go. Now, see. All right. And, so and you know, you know, that and, was when Cal was out trick-or-treating. And, you know, the, <laughs> yes. the movie Re- the movie E.T. with Reese's Pieces, do you right. know why they got that? Because Hershey said no. Yeah, they wanted it to be M&M's they were laying out there, and Hershey oh. thought that, oh, this is going to be too scary if we don't really? want to have this for the kids. And so they went to wow. Reese's, and that put Reese's Pieces on the map. Big wow. time. Huge. Reese's Pieces are good. All right, oh, yeah. so Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, what did you like? Well, it wasn't so much. Uh, it wasn't so much what kind. It was anybody that gave out the big, ones. the actual size candy bar, and not these cheap little fun size. I did like milk duds, but if somebody gave out an actual size candy bar, like, all right, that's what I like. And we used to get them from one house, and it was usually a Snickers bar. So, I my like favorite Snickers too. Cal, that's what was your favorite? Choice. Sugar babies. Sugar babies. All love, right, love them. Sh- sugar babies. My favorite was an apple with razor blades, or <laughs> my second favorite would have been, um, let's see, what else did I like? Oh, uh, candy cigarettes. So one of those two is, would be the best one for me. It's like, you got any razor blades? Remember those days when they, dad would check all your candies to make sure that razor blades weren't yes. in something? I remember doing that for my children. Oh, my dad would lay them out all, we'd have to lay yeah. them all out, and he would... He would uh, look him over, and uh, I think he'd slide a hand. He was a good, <laughs> a good, uh, uh, you know, uh, pincher. David Can- Copperfield, and, and he'd like, oh, well, you got here's your candy bag. I remember, but butterfingers. I remember asking, we, and I'll see butterfingers. Couldn't oh, we yeah, just check these with a magnet, Dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But I want a, a piece of chocolate now. Well, anyway, Halloween candy <laughs> that uh, came out this past year, apparently, which I don't know. Uh, Reese's, you know how Reese's peanut butter cup, they come out with the Christmas tree one. Yeah. And they come out with, they came out uh, and, uh, with ones that have actual pictures of like a pumpkin with the, you know, like they're carved out on the, on the front cover of it. It shows the mouth and the eyes of the cute little pumpkin or they did it with all types of, uh, you know. So uh, on the wrapper, you mean? Yeah, the wrapper. Yeah, yeah, just the wrapper shows, it depicts a carve-out design, right? When you open it up, it's just a pumpkin shape is all it is. And so under the Florida law, there is a Florida law called the Florida Deceptive and Unfair Trade Practices Act. We've got a law firm bringing a multi-million dollar lawsuit saying that they defrauded the public because when you open it up, it's not carved out with the eyes and the mouth. <laughs> and here's the best part. 
Had they known that, that the plaintiff, obviously, in a class action, you have one plaintiff that comes up and is the name, right? And had this plaintiff known that, the carved out eyes and mouth and bat's eyes and football lacing, they would have not purchased the Reese's peanut butter pumpkin product if they knew it didn't have the detailed carvings on it. Really? Wow. Really? What if they got the trick-or-treat candy at Camp Lejeune? Now think of that. That's a good one. Now Cal. we're talking. Well, here's the question <laughs> that I ask myself. You know, it's it's can you can you just picture? Can, can you put this one back? I don't I don't want this one because it it doesn't have the mouth carved out and the eyes carved out. Yeah, I I just don't know. Uh, and 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 we know in a normal case, you have to show generally show damages. Denise, what are their damages? Mental pain and suffering? Uh, maybe emotional distress or um, disappointment. <laughs> Todd, what are, the, what are the emotional damages? Uh, I would say the emotional damage comes from their kids thinking that these were going to be the pumpkins and being very upset. So the emotional damage is the trauma of the parent having to deal with the kids. We all go a little mad sometimes. As they're eating it and it's coming down the chocolate is coming down their mouth. I I mean, what I want to know is, do the Reese's peanut... I'm looking at a picture of them right Uh here. Do these peanut butter pumpkins, does the cost for the Reese's peanut butter pumpkin differ from a similar product made by Reese's that doesn't purport to have all the pumpkin imagery? I mean... You're talking about something of very nominal value, if any difference in value. All I gotta say is, I could see the tur- again. I'm a plaintiff's lawyer. I'm all, I'm all for bringing these class actions for you know if there is deceptive and unfair trade practices, you know, and there may be. But you know, I could just see the lawyer just sitting there. All right, Cal, sitting there going, hmm. Let's let's bring a lawsuit about something. We'll be back. We're gonna talk a little more about this. When Commercials we and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. 
If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Men. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. But I'm going to ask you again, what the heck do you want? This is no fun. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Um, Look. Quote, Reese's Halloween candy lied to me. And that's some of the quotes about this lawsuit that is uh, claiming deceptive (laughs) and unfair trade practices for not having all the carvings on the Reese's, uh, uh, you know, Halloween candy that shows just like it is on the cover of the package. You know, I think you should put an asterisk on it. It says it's not going to be exactly as it's depicted here. I, I, um, talk about Todd. We had a we had a discussion <laughs> off air. Uh, I'm you and I are kind of worried about this now. We laugh, but this is a gateway case, isn't it? It, it is. It's a gateway you know, candy case. It's it. You know, first it's it starts with it starts with etchings that are purport to be but are not on a Reese's peanut butter piece of candy, and that slippery slope. Next thing you know, it's 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 cancer causing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I can't. I can't. Keep a straight face. I, I, I just try to. It's ima- a gateway, like the gateway drug, right? I'm it's a gateway to, candy. I'm, I'm trying to imagine the plaintiff's opening statement to a jury. <laughs> you know about the travesty, the travesty of the Reese's peanut butter pumpkin, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. First, there was the motor company that had cars that exploded just so that they could save a few dollars. Then there was the tobacco industry, (laughs) cancer-causing menthol cigarettes, followed up by Roundup that was causing all sorts of maladies, and now this, to top it all off, the proverbial icing on the cake, the Reese's Peanut Butter Company. <laughs> and by the and by the way, we've got one in front of you. Each of you have one in front of you. Yes, yes. Look at the intricate details. How deceptive it was compared to the packaging. This is a a travesty of marketing justice. When you bite into it, there are no seeds. Yes, yes. I, I, how dare they? They should be forced to pay no less than four hundred billion dollars. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the jurors are like. Oh my God. 
<laughs> not a real pumpkin. With you. Yeah. Not a real pumpkin. That's all they have to put up. Just yeah. put, not a real pumpkin. Yeah, this would be great. I, I do want to hear those opening statements. And see, I don't know what's going to The defense opening statement. Uh, it's a chocolate pumpkin, folks. There you go. <laughs> just, Hello. Just, we, here you go. That's this. Everything that you're going to hear in this case is about this little thing that is a, a hundred and seventy calories, and uh, and you know. No, the best part. There you go. And, and the plaintiff looks over, and all the jurors have chocolate all around, <laughs> yeah. their, around their face. And the judge. And the judge. Hey, judge! I think I smudged chocolate on the verdict form. <laughs> Like, can you see the Reese's people? Like the, they got the, where the jurors go into their little deliberation room. There's Reese's all over the place. <laughs> they come out with Reese's all over their face. No, they have. They came out. Reese's came out with a new candy bar. Yeah, and it was in com- commemoration of the jurors themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Picture of the jurors. Oh, these don't look like, look like real me. jurors. <laughs> Their faces juror. weren't individually etched out. <laughs> Can you just see defense? Well, this one's done. <laughs> You're on. I, I'm just picturing it like Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory. What's the little purple girl that the, the girl's got chocolate? No, the purple uh, yes. guy. He's got chocolate all over his mouth and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so, the jurors. You know, I mean, as a matter of fact, most class action suits don't go to a jury, right? Don't they usually settle? Uh, no, so, no, so, no. a lot of them don't. There's a number of ways. As a class action case, you can bring your own individual case. You don't have to be part of the class. Yeah. So you see someone, look, I'm taking this one all on my own. I'm not joining the class. This is a big travesty. Let's spend a uh, million dollars in attorney's fees and stuff to get, get this stuff right. But uh, the damages, I guess. But I know what the plaintiff's going to say. Damages are... You don't have to have show damages according to the Florida Deceptive and Unfair Trade Practices Act. Mm-hmm. You probably it's just like it's automatic if they're if they find deceptive and unfair trade practices. You don't you don't have to show damages. They're, I, they're doing the deposition of some Hershey's employee, and so did you ever raise an issue with what these look like? She breaks down in tears. I tried to tell him. <laughs> doesn't look like a real pumpkin, but don't nobody listen to me. They said, look, it's going to cost too much to put two little frosty eyes on there, so we're just going to sell it as it is and see if we can make a buck. There you go, ladies, a videotape deposition with the tear dropping yeah. onto a chocolate-covered mouth. Yeah, she's got, everyone's got chocolate on their mouth, including the court reporter. Uh, yeah, this is, this is terrible. Uh, Here are the internal memos that prove deception. Can you <laughs> jury, jury requests a break during deliberations. Oh, what's the need for the break? We, we're all coming down from our sugar high. We're crashing. <laughs> we either need to break, and we need some more of those evidence <laughs> sample evidence oh. packets sent back to the jury room. Oh, have we thrown this one under the bus enough, or are we time to time to move <laughs> oh, on? Oh, whatever. Let's move on to Zach Bryan. Um, look, Zach Bryan is right now got the number one as of January 2024. The number one hit on the radio that. Uh, is 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 with Kate, it's with Casey Musgrave, but he's from Oklahoma, and I actually saw the videos and looked at the videos, um, and it's quite interesting. And th- the way he seems, he seems like a, a pretty good, decent guy. Um, he's pulled over by well, there's two of them. One where he's pulled over, and then there's one where his bodyguards are driving in a vehicle, and um, they're pulled over for speeding. And just just like a normal, you know, speeding ticket, pull over, and and apparently he pulls off the side of the road in the back behind him and sits there and gets impatient and pulls up next to his uh, the security guard's uh, car off the side of the road. And it's like, when's this going to end? And the officer's like, uh, who are you? You know, why don't you go back and you're obsu- you know obstructing you know my stop here? And <clears throat> and he gets a little mouthy with him. And and what happens from there? Does anybody know? Well, it it, it escalates, and um, and Zach Bryan ends up getting arrested because of this. And look, I I know his side of it is like, oh, this happened a couple times in a couple of days, and he's really ticked off. But and, and look, I was a defense attorney. I I I I was a prosecutor and then a defense attorney, and I. Attacked the the actions of police officers all the time on behalf of my clients for that. But I got to tell you, in this case here, yeah, 
I think the officer was in the right. Yeah, just but shut up. That's dude. a safety issue. It's if, a if, safety if issue. You're not, for sure. If you're not Zach Bryan, and even if you are, but if, if there's anybody else pulls up and a cop is dealing with somebody that they had pulled over and another motorist comes up, whether they're related to them or not, and starts to inquire it about. Gets out of their car. Their yeah. Truck. Say, hey, what's going on here? How can we do this? I mean, that is a safety issue. Mm-hmm. Nobody's covering your back. Right. If you're the law enforcement officer, you don't know what they're doing. And, and it's just. Well, the officer told him, he says, go get back in your truck. Yeah, he and was he, patient. And he was patient with him. He wouldn't do it. Um, and he says, if you don't get back in your truck, you're going to go to jail. And he said, all right, take me to jail. He said, all right. And so he cuffs him. You know, Here's just a little pullover. He probably would have said, hey, you speeding a little bit? All right, slow down. He could have even said that. And and next thing you know, he's in jail. And But what it, does the things that he says... Don't forget, it's like nowadays when you get pulled over, they've got body cameras, guys. Everything oh, you yeah. say and do is going to be recorded. And in some of the things, you know, oh, this is why people don't like police officers, you know. Apparently he got pulled over uh, earlier also and had an issue with the police officers. Uh, Luke did it, and so he was kind of upset. He said, uh, and then he said, if you know, if you do this, this is a mistake, sir. And he gets his, then he calls his dad to come pick up the truck, and the dad is on the phone with him on speaker with the officer hearing. The officer said, just so you know, whatever said, you don't, you don't have any privilege. And he says, well, I'm going to, and the dad says, I'm going to call the governor. You know, it's like, all right, I guarantee the governor's like, uh, do that. I, 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 I ain't touching that one. I ain't touching <laughs> yeah. that one with a 10-foot pole, man. Um, so I dropped a name once. Did you? I did. Oh, I never my, my sister, my sister, she was outside and she heard this lady complaining about kids and they were our kids that were getting noisy right. in the room. And um, and my sister apologized and the lady said, that's your kids. Is this a police officer or what? No, oh. just a woman. And she took my sister's purse yeah. and threw it across the street. Uh-huh. And so my sister went, pop. She went down. <laughs> yeah. And then I came up and I heard all this commotion outside of our rooms in this hotel and I said, what's going on? And this man goes, You're, this, la- this lady hit my wife in the face. And my sister said, she threw my purse across the street and broke it. And the guy goes, and I go, well, I think I'm going to call the DA. <laughs> uh. And I mentioned who it was. And uh. I don't ask me why I did that. That was You should have never done that. Yeah. I never should have done that. But it just popped out. And the guy goes, okay, here. And he takes and he gets $40 out of his wallet and gives it to my sister. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, I'm name dropping Cal. I know Cal Hunter. Oh, okay. Well, well Mr. Penny, no, no problem. Do that works in a very small geographic area. Yeah, like, like one house. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Life, we got maybe. more to talk about. Thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. Uh, you can drop my name anytime and it will do you no good. But Todd's name, that's a different story. Stay tuned as Radio Law Talk continues right after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick quack car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick quack car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. This 
is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams and that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. So you sell electricity, and then you rent all the things that need electricity? More or less. Radio Law Talk can be heard on radiolawtalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's radiolawtalk.com. You know, something that's interesting in the court systems as we uh, appear in court. Um, God, I'm tired. Is, is it my um day today? I'm going to call it the um day. Uh, stop. Every time I say um, I, Todd, write down one, two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, yeah. you said 42 ums today. I'll start to keep track. <clears throat> so when we appear... He almost did it right there. <laughs> I said so. So, yes, yes. When we appear in court, most of the times there are there are a number of different... Uh, I almost said... Uh, uh, right. There are a number of different areas that you appear in, right? You'll appear as... Just an individual, you're not arrested, but you'll appear on an infraction, yep. or you'll even appear on, not a misdemeanor, but what's... What do you got, felonies you can appear but, on? But you can appear on a misdemeanor and not be arrested, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, if you have made bail, for example, on any case, whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, you're not in custody, and you, you show up on your own recognizance, and, and you show up to court. And that, that happens a lot. Just like normal, and they're sitting yeah. in the audience just like everybody yeah. else is. Yeah. And then so you stand up there, and you talk to the judge or the bailiff or whatever, and, and usually you have someone represent you. And at that point, you're not handcuffed. That's right. Now, here's an individual that's coming up here that, as the judge, I would think the judge knows all the prior's of this individual. And in looking at this individual, and this is in Las Vegas, this individual um, had had a 
myriad of prior felony domestic battery convictions, um, and, and it's all of it had to do with, you know, what do you want to call it? violent type <coughs> actions, assaulting like behavior, yeah. assaulting behavior. He had all those issues prior, and the judge knew about that. And this individual is standing up there talking to the judge, and the judge is about ready to uh, you know, bring a sentence down and make him go to jail where he was trying to say, look, just put me on probation. And, and, and even the, apparently his attorney was with him saying, look, you know, I think, did they agree? Hey, let's do some probation here instead of going out and, and going to jail? No, this was a, uh, so this was a sentencing where there, right. there had been a sentencing recommendation. The defense had filed their motion arguing for probation, and the prosecutor had filed a motion and was making argument as to why probation was not appropriate and why the person should be um, sentenced to prison. It sounded like, because he'd already pled, so it sounded like it was an open plea with everything on the table from probation to prison time, and it'll be up to the judge at the time of sentencing. And uh, so they they show up. And, and mind you, again, as, as you said, Fred, the defendant was not in custody. No. So notwithstanding his prior criminal history, he had made bail or been determined that he could be out on his own recognizance. He was not in custody when this proceeding started. He, he showed up to court that morning from his own residence, and and when his case was called, he went up, stood next to his lawyer, and then the both sides started making arguments. And the DA was making an argument as to why the person should go to prison and why he should not be granted probation and listed off the priors, uh, prior offenses, and all of these things. And the defense attorney made some arguments, and then the defendant got a chance to speak for himself. And then the judge said, okay, I've heard everything, and here is my decision. We'll and stop right here. And before that's where that. the fireworks go. Yeah, so let's back up. He's being prosecuted for alleg- allegedly attacking a person with a baseball bat. Well, he admitted <laughs> to that. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. yeah. So okay, he, this person's fairly <coughs> yeah. violent, you know, and he's had, what, three prior convictions of felonies and nine prior misdemeanors? Yeah. <laughs> this guy is, and the judge was right, you know, you, it's time for you to go sit in jail. Yeah, you need to learn. And by the way, yeah. it would have been his second jail commitment. I watched the whole video prior to that. He had already served a prison prior. So he had already been to jail once on previous stuff, had gotten out, and he's trying to argue why he should now get probation for similar conduct, notwithstanding the fact that he had already been to prison for it. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, okay, you're really, obviously this person has problems making correct decisions. Yes. You don't want to go to jail. Boy, now attacking a judge because now he's going to face seven new counts of battery on a protected person, which is a judge, which is even a higher sentence than just attacking someone or hitting someone, um, referring to the judge and not just the judge, the officers that he was fighting with also. That's right. So that's seven new counts. He's going to be doing some jail time, prison time for that. Go ahead. I I was surprised by his argument to the judge, which was, you know, I've changed my life. I'm doing really well right now. Um, I'm really finally starting to make, you know, a difference. He's a teacher, he's saying. Yeah, he's just kind of going on and, and spieling about how good he is and, you know, how much he's learned. And she makes the comment. Looking at your criminal history here is not too impressive. You've got several domestic violence right. uh, complaints, which is violence. Right. And um, you've also got uh, the seriousness of assault with a deadly weapon, which is very serious. It does, isn't this his third strike? If I, it was California law, it'd be three strikes, it pro- right? It probably would be if it was California, yeah. So, I don't know. His argument just kind of fell flat on the judge. Well, the interesting thing is, as you look at like they were, Todd and I were talking about this during the break, they were busy. People, a lot of times people think the bailiff just sits there and staring at things. The bailiff was busy bringing people in and out of the, you know, in custody, because there's multiple people they're hearing from, people who are in custody and not in custody, and they're busy. And when this person got attacked... After this person attacked, it was very interesting how quickly he got to the judge, and there was no bailiff close by. That's right. And so I was telling Todd, 
if you look at the video, Lucky, and again, this is not a sexist thing. It's just I'm talking about a guy, a male, pretty, I'm not going to say he's buff, but he was he was a decent-sized individual, yeah. was her clerk and was sitting right next to her. So luckily, he was strong enough to grab him and pull him off her because he got to her. He got, got on top of her. Right, yeah. right. And he just, like, I've never seen somebody that... That could ju- just j- run and jump over the the judge's bench. The bu- judge's bench is high. That's yeah, not, it's not a low little desk. It's higher than the average desk. <laughs> and he jumped over and he landed on her, and you saw her hit her head against the wall. Right. And you saw hair fly. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you right now, though. But again, again, I'm a big country boy. <laughs> I could, I saw I wa- you watch him flying. He's coming face first toward the judge. That guy would have been hurting if it was me up there because the, my arm and fist would have been planted right in that oh, face. Yeah. As he's coming across, spread eagle with his face there, it's going to be a right fist planted right in his face. He was and, supermanning her. Yeah, he was yeah. supermanning yeah. straight yeah. out with his face. And I'm like, oh, man, that's just boom. <laughs> and that, oh, just, sorry, I'm jumping back to my country uh, uh, fight days when I'd fight at school. It's like, uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell but, you, I, I can tell you that there's going to be a huge review in, this was in Las Vegas, in the court's security procedures. Absolutely. I mean, I identified a couple things. First, if you're the prosecutor and you're making that kind of argument that somebody who is not in custody and just standing there, that that person should be going to prison, right? And you know you've got this very persuasive argument. Before that case is even called, as a prosecutor, you go over to the bailiff and say, FYI, I'm asking for a remand on this case, and I'm probably going to get it. That lets the bailiffs know. They'll bring in other people. That lets the bailiffs know, look, maybe we have to get other people that were in custody and shuffled off so that we can take this case, but I need to get back and have eyes on this. What was strange, too, was how long it took for the emergency alarm to go off. Yeah. Right. It was it was like almost an entire minute. Well, that's because the emergency alarm is usually underneath the judge's desk. Well, there's like two, little, I the thought. The little thing that she, she, she t- <laughs> that she taps underneath the desk. Isn't there one by the bailiff, too? But the though? bailiff was no. jumped trying to yeah. save her. He didn't have time to do and that. So, and so that thing needs to get hit. The, the, the second thing is, if you're the bailiff, read the room. I mean, pay attention to the arguments that are being made. This guy, there's nothing keeping him from attacking the judge. Read the room. This is something you need to be heightened. I saw the video from start to finish, even before the attack, and and it was a very lackadaisical attitude yeah. in the court. I love the part that he said, I'm not a rebellious person, Your Honor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's just do that. All right, we'll be back uh, hour number three with another case or no case. Stick around. There's much radio law talk. Well, another hour coming up at about six minutes after right here, either on your local radio station or live at radiolawtalk.com. It's all your choice. We prefer you listen to the radio, but failing that, go to the website. It's all free. And thanks for listening. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.